Westside Lions Podcast. It is your host here, Ben Miller, at Lions Westside on Twitter. Go ahead on over to Twitter. Give us a follow. Tweet at us. I love to get on there, read what you guys are saying. Um, we are always putting stuff out there, keeping you up to date with things. So go ahead over there if you have not already done so. Um, we have another Lions game to talk about today. We just finished the Lions versus Green Bay. Another loss for the Lions uh, for this season. Uh, it was a game that a lot of people, again, didn't really expect us. To, uh, there's a lot of these games this year the Lions are not expected to win. Um, this was a tough one. We had kind of talked about it a bit at the end of last episode. Uh, we thought Aaron Rodgers might be trying to pull out all the stops on it. And we kind of did, kind of didn't, but we'll get into it. Before we get too far into it, though, let's get into our hosts here today. Um, we have here Jake Krieg and Austin Rudland. Jake, how are you doing today? I'm well. How are you, Ben? I'm doing well. I'm tired, but you know, we're going to just pull through here. Uh, it's been a long week so far, but we're going to, we're just going to push through. And, uh, the other man that we've got here on, on our screens uh, is Austin Rudland. Austin, how are you doing? Doing great, Ben. Got some coffee in me, ready to go. All right, good, good, good. Um, so a new thing for anybody who is listening, um, I think this, I think Austin, I think it's this episode we're gonna try to start this. Right, is it gonna be our first one uploaded? Uh, yeah, that's our goal. Okay, so brand new thing that we're just starting is we have a YouTube channel. Uh, it should just be Westside Lions. Um, yeah. Okay. Get on over there. Uh, we are now uploading our videos of our podcast. So we're, we're videotaping this live um, and we're going to upload it onto YouTube so you guys can uh, just join us as well. Beautiful you, faces. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Put some names to faces and, and just kind of watch it if you'd like. It might be a little bit more entertaining. Get to see kind of behind the scenes with us. So we're excited about that. Um, so hop on over to that YouTube page. We'll put the link and everything in the Twitter bio and, and on our anchor, uh, site. So go ahead over there take a, take a look at that as well. So we're really excited for that. Um, boys, let's get into it though. Um, green Bay versus lions. It was a game that the first half, it looked, it looked pretty decent. It looked like maybe the lions would have a chance. Um, the lions had a pretty evident, game plan which was you know we're gonna have two high safeties and we're gonna make them just run the ball we're not gonna let Aaron Rodgers throw the ball deep on us we're gonna play everything back and let them try to run at our um, defensive line and just try to pick up run yards on the defense and then the offense was gonna be kind of what we do right we're gonna run the ball get control of the clock you know do a little pass here or there um, but mostly just kind of run the ball with this offensive line. Um, and for the most part, it worked in that first half um, with our offense, at least. Our our offense looked pretty good. I would even like say Jared Goff looked probably some of the best that he's looked while here at Detroit um, in that first half. The second half is a little bit different, um, but first half he looked really good. Um, the, the big downfall of the first half and the game plan that we had was the defense was not stopping them in the run. You know, like the game plan is to let them run at us and then our defensive line and linebackers stop them. And that wasn't happening. And so it was kind of just 
Okay, we score, then they score, then we score, then they score. No, I, no there was no defense stopping anybody. Um, so we went into the half leading, um, and then it really just takes you know one mistake for the Lions to get behind, and they and they don't have the defense to make a stop to come back. So, you know, you make a couple mistakes. There were more than you know one mistake made in the second half that that just put them behind, and at that point they're just not going to be able to come back from that. Um, and then you kind of have to start getting out of your game plan and then it leads to more mistakes because we don't have those weapons. So, um, that's kind of the overview about the game. Let's hear what, like, if you guys have any like quick takes or your thoughts on the game, I'm going to start with Austin first. What are your like just overall, overall thoughts and, and, and take on this game? Uh, yeah, Ben, um, you know, I was, I was pretty excited first half. Um, you know, we came out swinging. And, you know, we got two quick scores and got the field goal. And then, you know, the second half comes around and, you know, the weather played a big part in it. Mm-hmm. And the whole game script changed. And uh, so, I mean, having to play from behind, you know, we're not built for that. Right. Um, and, you know, with the golf fumble in it and throwing the interception. And then, I mean, once that happened, we were kind of, you know, we were toast. Yep, definitely. We just don't. I mean, and we'll we'll talk about it a little bit later too. But our just our defense just we just weren't stopping anything. Um, so it's hard to try to catch back up when you know you really don't really stop a team until like the third quarter. Uh, I mean, we had one stop early, but that was about it. So it makes it very difficult to try to catch back up. Uh, Jake, what about you? Any other thoughts or um, ideas that you had on this game? I will say I was very impressed with the, in the first half. Um, I thought we the offense looked very good, and the defense looked pretty solid against a very good Green Bay offense. But the second half was horrible. I mean, the Packers started rolling, and our defense could not stop them. And Jared Goff just looked terrible in the second half. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was a lot of things, but it was a lot of good. It was a lot of players that we need to do well messing up and that cannot happen yeah yep we'll get into a little bit more of those negatives and everything in a minute but yeah i I agree it's just the the first half you know i think i think overall when i'm watching this game is the first thought that comes into my head okay our offense is good enough that you know we could win games with this offense even though we don't have the tremendous talent at wide receiver like our running backs and tight ends offensive line even with jared goff can give us winning games but in order for that to happen, we can't have a shootout where they're just able to just bring it down the field every time. Like we have to have some defense stopping it. And as we're going to talk about, the defense is one of the worst parts of this team right now. So it's just not it's just not going to work out in, in that favor. Um, but before we get into the negatives, let's talk a little bit about some positives from this game. Let's talk about a couple things that we liked from this game. Something that we maybe took a look at and we said, you know what? I like this. We can, you know, hang our hat on this a little bit. The first one, I'm going to throw it out again. We talked about it last week. We're talking about it this week. It seems like this is going to be one that we're going to talk about a lot this this year, which I'm loving. Our offensive line, once again, looks amazing. Penne Sewell is one of the top three rated left tackles in the entire league right now. So, I there's apparently... No chance that he stays at left tackle, according to the uh, offensive coach. Um, no. When Decker comes back, 
I don't know how it's going to work. That's his job, not mine. But I mean, if he's, if he's playing this well, it's going to be, it would be hard for me as a coach to say, yeah, no, we're just going to throw you back on the right side. I don't know, but we'll see how that plays out. Um, it is only game two. We have more games to go and you know, they were not face. They were not facing pass rushers like the Bosa's or anything like that. You know, uh, Smith, Zadarius Smith was out in this game. That's their big pass rusher. So he wasn't facing, you know, the greatest pass rushers, but at the same time he had zero, you know, zero sacks. And, and so it was good to see. So our offensive line is still looking really, really good. Um, Jake, let's throw it over to you. Do you have another positive from this game? I will say, we're going to be saying this every week, too. It's TJ Hawkinson. I mean, TJ Hawkinson consistently looks great every week. That touchdown he got was phenomenal. I, I was really impressed from the throw from Jared Goff there, the decision-making, yes. and that was a great catch. And TJ Hawkinson has always been one of, one of the, if not the most reliable person on this team. So mm-hmm. he's someone I'm going to be saying every week. But um, he looked he looked great out there considering – we were playing the Packers and he's facing good corners and safeties too. Like yeah. Jerry Alexander's really good. And so, so is Amos and Savage and yeah, he, so on TJ. So this is something I've been noticing is teams are, and this is something that like going into the season, a lot of people are keeping their eyes on because in the previous seasons, Goff, um, not Goff, um, Hawkinson has played well. And, but he hasn't gotten the full attention that defenses like are game planning for him. They game plan for him. They had a safety and a linebacker on TJ Hawkinson, and he's still making those plays. That's what brings you from a pretty good tight end to an elite tight end is when you're getting game planned against and you're still making those plays. So he is really making that case to be put up in that elite tier. And I 100% agree that's one that Austin is going to have to talk about every single week. um so austin i was hoping that you would talk about tj hawkinson of course but uh what is what is the positive that you've got from this game and you can also say tj hawkinson if you want because i know you're such a fan man um no i'm i'm gonna go a little off the cuff here i'm gonna go with uh you know nick williams um okay he had you know just a really good bounce back game sure um you know, he missed a lot of the 2020 season, um, mm-hmm. didn't play good the year before. And, you know, he came in, he had five tackles, one sack, two tackles for loss, and he had two QB hits. Yeah. So I'd say that's, you know, it's a pretty good serviceable game for him. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, hopefully going forward he can, you know, keep going on that. Um, one other thing I have is the Lions – red zone efficiency right now yes the lions are like top in the league right now we are five for five on red zone efficiency yes which i mean you know that's great for us but we just need to get down there more so we can actually you know keep going with it um you know one other thing that our one defense it wasn't great but we did hold Green Bay under 100 yards rushing. Right. Yep. The The biggest part of the issues that we had of not stopping this team was not specifically that they were running all over us. It was, you know, 
just the issues of Aaron Jones getting a pass out of the back or sloppy play to so penalties are giving them a first down, you know, something like that where they're just constantly getting the first downs. And I mean, we just couldn't stop them. They were letting them do some runs, but they did not run all over us. I agree. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. I mean, two to- what two or three times do we let them convert on third and fifteen yeah. or longer? Yeah, it was I mean that's just sloppy. Bad. Yep, for sure. Um, about the Nick Williams things, uh, yes, I I think that in an area that somewhat kind of struggled was that defensive line. Um, Nick Williams did kind of come out a little bit and, and have some pretty good plays. There were some not good plays, but there were a lot of um, decent plays from him. And I like to see that. And I'm hoping that the rest of this defensive line that we've talked about and hoped can be a, one of our, you know, our best positions and, and deepest positions can kind of start stepping it up because uh, we haven't really seen the, the product out on the field of what we were hoping it was, you know, what it should be. So I'm really hoping that can all start clicking and we can start seeing some real, pressures and and stuff like that but uh yeah i agree i think nick williams did well uh like you said red zone was another good one um again i'm gonna throw out there the run game our run game still looks pretty darn good right now the lions have the number four run uh offense in the league that's number four this is the lions and the running backs what is the last time that we could say the Lions were number four for the running backs? Very. Yeah, it's been a very long time. So that's really cool to see. I really like the running backs that we've got. Um, they didn't get a chance to do a whole lot of strictly running the ball um, because we got kind of in a behind, you know, a behind the sticks kind of game pretty early on. Um they would have liked to just continue running with Swift and, and Williams, I'm sure. Um, but again, like we talked about, when the defense isn't stopping people, you can't play game management. You have to try to throw the ball and get the ball downfield. Um, uh, a part that I want to talk about real quick that, you know, we're talking about how our running backs are, are number four in the league, and we have that fourth down play that – that came up where we went for fourth and one. Um, it was a pass play that immediately went out to, I don't remember if it was Quintus Cephas or if it was, um, it was Cephas. Okay. It was Cephas and he was covered well, um, and didn't get it. Um, Swift was wide open. Swift there, right? was open. And then another wide receiver. I didn't see who it was. I think it was St. Brown was also open. Um, but it was specifically scripted to go to Hawkinson. If, if, if Hawkinson was covered to go to Cephas and he made a quick read. Hawk was covered, so threw it out to Cephas. That's the play. But um, if you're the Lions coaches and you've been running the ball tremendously well where you're not even getting touched, like we talked about last game, right? You're not even getting touched until eight yards up the field. Why are you passing it on a fourth and one? Like, give the ball to Jamal. Like, I, yes, I get that they kind of did that last game and it bit him in the butt where Jamal Williams slipped and he fell, but like he slipped and he fell the rest of these times. He's not getting touched until eight yards up the field. Give him the ball and let him just run it up the gut. We would have gotten that first down. I, I would have bet money. We would have gotten that first down and I'm, I'm totally okay with them going for that as well, by the way. 
Um, I would much rather see them go for fourth downs than punt the ball or, or you know, do these long field goals that we don't know we're going to get. Um, so I just want to throw that out there real quick as well. So let's now transition a bit into some of the negatives that we saw in this game. We've talked about a little bit um, about some negatives that we saw. But let's kind of dive in a little bit deeper. I'll throw the first one in because I feel like this is just an annual one we just have to talk about when we talk about a Green Bay Lions game, especially at Lambeau, right, is the refs were really not helping us this game. There were a lot of calls that maybe should not have been calls, like Jared Goff um, getting hit throwing the ball, and and then they call it intentionally ground. What? The the rule specifically states if a player hits him while the ball is coming out, you, you don't call intentional grounding. And it's clear as day that that's what happened, and they called intentional grounding. A couple other ones that just kind of weren't, you know, they weren't flags or whatever, but, you know, that's just to be ticky-tacky, and, and every team goes through that. And that's definitely not the reason that they lost. Let's, let's be honest with that. Like, that's not the reason that they lost. They just – the Lions had a lot of penalties that they did, that they were, you know, supposed to be getting flagged on, and it was just sloppy play. Um, and that's what's going to happen when you get sloppy plays. You're going to get those flags that are going to kill you. Um, so I'll throw that one out there. And then we kind of talked about it a little bit. I, I, I do want to talk about it a little bit more is – Goff made a lot of mistakes in the third and fourth quarter, right? Like first, first half, yeah. even a little bit into third quarter, he looked pretty good. Then, like we had talked about, it started raining really bad. He he slipped. Um, he was getting the the hike, and uh, the ball slipped out of his hands. Fumbled it. He he dropped back on it. There's you know one down that you waste. And then another one where he's thrown the ball and it literally just like, I've done this, like playing, you know, football outside or something. You go back to throw the ball and it's just so wet that it just slips out of your hand when your hand comes forward. It just like stays in that exact spot. And so another fumble that that one, you know, it just, it's just, these things kill your drives and you can't, I mean, they can't happen. you make mistakes like that and you're going to lose really that, especially with the team that we've got where we can't come back from that. Um, let's, do you guys have anything you want to add on those points or anything specifically um, or any other negatives you wanted to add? I'll start with Jake on that. I have a huge negative. The wait, linebackers. Wait, wait. Ah, right. hey, so I was going to hey. save that for last. We'll save that one for last. Let's move on. Let's move on to others. We'll talk about that one last because we do have uh, to talk about that 100%. Uh, the pass coverage was not good okay. at times. Um, uh, Aaron Jones got his way in the air. Devontae Adams got his way at times. And so did Robert Tunyon on that one touchdown. I mean, I understand where we're that at. That was linebacker coverage. Yep. <laughs> but we lost We lost Akuda, but – and. We just don't have the best defensive backs. They're very young and they're learning, and it's tough to learn against Devonte Adams, Aaron Jones, and Robert Tunyon, and people like that. It's, it's not easy to learn against those people, but it's good experience. But they just they did not look good, and in the second half, Aaron Rodgers got his way through the air. So that was a huge negative for me. Yeah, it also doesn't help when like your starting cornerback for the season is Okuda. He's out for the season now. And then your, your third corner is 
Ifitu Malafonwu, he's out, right? So now your starting corner is an undrafted free agent, Jerry Jacobs, who just barely made the team, or converted safety, Bobby Price, who has not played a season as cornerback yet. Those are your options as corners against Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. It's not going to be good. It's really not. That's why they played, you know, the two high safeties. And then after a while, they're like, you know, we can't keep doing this because they do keep getting these little one, you know, little plays that are getting them first downs or whatever. So we had to drop them in. Um, Afitu Melifanu, like, had a great pass block with his head. Um, it was a good good pass breakup. Um, I think, you know, he was right there covering that guy. That was really nice to see. And then he was out. Um I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers. He's going to pick on the new guy, right? He's going to pick on those guys that don't have the skills to keep up with him. And, I mean, it's, you have to assume that that's going to happen with those guys, especially with Devontae Adams out there on the edge. So, I mean, it's what a, what more could you really, you know, do at that point with the guys that you've got? It, there's really not much else we could have, you know, you can do with that. It's just, it's tough to see, like, a position that we were really helpful going into the season with our starters and, and then even some of the depth um, and how young it was and how they would have time to learn. Hey, you don't really have time to learn anymore. You're just getting thrown right in there to the wolves. And maybe that, you know, maybe that's how you learn it best. How maybe it's not, but yeah, Trial by fire. Yep. So that's what they're going to have to do. And we'll, we'll have to just continue to see if it's work. I would assume we're going to probably get some, um, some veteran help in here soon because we we're gonna need it. Um, but yeah. So Austin, do you have another one besides the linebackers? Any other negative um, you want to talk about? I mean, really, our whole defense was, you know, bad. Melifon mm-hmm. um, is on the IR now. Yep. Um, and we have signed Daryl Worley from the practice squad. Yeah. Um, I mean, really, though, just our whole coverage, pass coverage was so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, what's really bad, though, this is getting into linebackers, but <laughs> our best coverage man right now is Trey Flowers. That's, oh. <laughs> that's, that's why we pay good. him the big bucks. <laughs> well, apparently... And Amani O is our second worst right now at thirty two point one. Yeah, That's... but but who is the second best coverage? And this is one that should have Lions fans at least a little bit excited, I would feel like. That would be AJ Parker. The undrafted free agent who made his way into a starting nickel spot on our team is one of the highest rated um slot corners in the league right now. That's 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 pretty that's darn good. awesome. You know, I'm hoping that that can continue when we found ourselves like a little diamond in the rough there, because this I mean, those are the if you're going to have a successful team, you have to have those guys that you pick up way late that turn out to be like stars. Right. You have to have those lucky ones that come in because you're going to have those guys that you pick up early. And I hope it's not this way, but like Okuda, who maybe just can't reach that potential. You have to have those guys that are coming in later who can still contribute. So, um, yeah, that's really cool, though. But, okay, let's get into it now, linebackers. Um, And then it's going to kind of just transition into the next part as well, which is why I want to put it at last. Linebackers were awful. 
Um, from what That's an understatement, what we saw, we as Lions fans, and we're not, you know, the coaches. We're not people who have spent years doing film study. We don't. We watch the games for the face value of it. What we saw was Alex Anzalone playing atrociously, awfully, um, and Jamie Collins as well, by the way. Both of them playing He's awful. on the trade block now. Okay, Jake. Come on. Really, Jake? Come on, dude. I was about to get to that. <laughs> That's why I said it's going to lead into it. Well, okay, yes. So there's that. But, um, okay, so yes, we, as I was saying, from the naked eye, it looks as if those two – Play just awful. Apparently, Dan Campbell came in the next day and after watching all of the tape and everything, and he's just praising Alex Anzalone, saying he was all over the place. He was in on, like, every play. He may have been in on plays, but he was also not playing well in those plays. From what I was seeing, missed tackles and all this. He's got Maybe he's in the right places at times, but he's got stuff he's got to clean up. Maybe he can clean it up and get to a, a potential where we can kind of see it a little bit clearer in the tape. Um, but the one person that he said did not really look that great is Jamie Collins, which then would have left me yep. into the news that is now out, which is Jamie Collins is now on the trade block um, with the Detroit Lions. And apparently there have been multiple teams that have inquired um, and – then Dan Campbell's talked about how now that has got a chance for now Derek Barnes to come in and be a starter for us, um, which, you know, he was our, our training camp darling, our, our preseason darling here. We loved watching him. I mean, he was just making plays left and right. I would love to see him with a first team now, see what he can do, continue to build. I think he would be a great player for us. Um, I think we would need somebody with that speed that he has. And and I'd be interested to, to see, you know, did, is what we saw in preseason a good indicator of what we can see from him in regular season? I don't know. Oh, yeah. But it's going to be really interesting to find out. And now is the time that we get to start seeing that um, because it looks like Jamie Collins is one, one foot out the door. He was not even at practice today, which has me feeling that Dan Campbell said, hey, we're not going to keep you around. You're going to be traded or, you know, we'll probably let you go. Something like that. Um, which I, I mean, I don't know if you guys want to talk about that real quick, but like I'm super for like a front office standpoint, that gets me excited, right? Like they're not sitting here saying, you know, we have to keep this guy because we're paying him money, right? Like if you're not making plays, you're out of here. Whereas if we had Matt Patricia and Bob's and, and Bob Quinn here, they 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 pick these guys up even if, case in point to buy. If they're playing awful, they still stick by because oh no we know best you know they gotta do this we gotta coach better we gotta do this you know it starts with us we gotta coach better. Baloney. If they're not playing good, it's possible they're not good players. Get them out. You know I I, I like to see that. What are your guys' thoughts on this? Um, with you know linebackers how they played with Derek Barnes him coming in or. Just in general, like this whole scenario, what are your guys' thoughts on it, Jake? I'm gonna start with you. Um, what are your What are your thoughts on this whole linebacker thing going on? 
Well, first of all, first overall, I'd like to say Jamie Collins isn't a bad player. It's just he's getting to the age where linebackers to start to regress, and sadly that it's showing. Like he's had a great career, but he's had a good career, but he's just not looking good anymore. So it's good to trade him away. I'm totally for trading him away. He looked horrible in the Packers game, and honestly, we could get a good late round pick for him. I or just a solid backup right now. I I think we can get something good for him. Mm-hmm. I think it, it, a tr- trade him in a way is a great idea right now. Yeah, I agree. Austin, what about you? Yeah. Um, I guess I'll touch on the Jamie Collins thing first. Um, I think this, you know, you know, a big part of this whole thing has to do with him being part of the old regime. Um, I think, you know, that's probably one of the biggest reasons why they quote unquote, don't like him or want to get rid of him. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm totally on board with, if we can get something for him, we should. Um, and in doing so, get Derek Barnes more playing time. Mm-hmm. Totally, totally on board with that. Um, Want to see more of him. Um, going back to the Anzalone thing, um, the Robert Tunyon touchdown, he, he, he was very good in coverage on that he touchdown. Was. Yes. Very good in coverage. But when he was going against someone like Aaron Rodgers who can put the ball in there with, perfectly with that real quick. Let's just talk not real quick. Much you can do. Yeah. Let's real, just real quick touch on how instead of going for the guy who's wide open five yards in front of Aaron Rodgers, he bullets that ball directly into the one little hole that's right there into Robert Tunyon's arms, right with Alex Anzalone, like literally covering him really. If, if Alex Anzalone lifted his arms just like a split second earlier, he would have he would have deflected the ball. But literally Aaron Rodgers with the bullet and as precise as he is, just just drove that thing right into Tunyon's arms in the smallest little window possible. That's just crazy to me. Just crazy. What, do you have anything else you wanted to say there, Austin? Um, I mean, I'm I'm looking at this article right now, and I mean, I guess one good thing for us, um, I mean, Collins is 31 now, but he restructured his salary in March, mm-hmm. and so this year he's only due 3.8 million. Yep. So still that, money that, being wasted. Yes. Yes. But with the restructure, it'll make it potentially easier for us to trade him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, the, you know, the whole thing with Campbell, you know, praising Anzalone, he was he was with him in, you know, New Orleans for how long? A while. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Anzalone knows what Campbell wants. Um, you know, go out there play hard balls to the wall and you know do the best he can do you guys so. think that because so real quick let me rewind it here 
Dan Campbell talked about Jamie Collins a little bit when reporters asked him about it. I think it was yesterday and today. And when he talked about Jamie Collins and what he saw on tape, he specifically, like almost word for word, explained how Jamie Collins was playing, just like how Jelani Tavai had been playing in like the preseason. Like, you know, he he's he's really good at like the at in the run defense and he can come up like Exactly like what he said about Tavai. Um, so I'm assuming like he just wasn't really good in pass coverage and everything. Do you think that with Derek Barnes and he's a more speedy guy, better in coverage, do you think it's possible that that could elevate because maybe Alex Anzalone is trying to like cover a little bit of like Jamie Collins's, you know, miss happenings. Maybe if Derek Barnes kind of levels it out, it might be able to increase what Anzalone can do and maybe, kind of push him to be a little bit better? It's definitely a possibility. I mean, I could see it. But it's it Anzalone looked really bad. So I I in my opinion, so I feel like Derek Barnes will help that, but it it's just going to make Alex Anzalone look worse if Derek Barnes is going to do great. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean at the same time though, they each have their own Right, they you do know, have you know their own coverage sure. points that they're supposed to be able to get. Yeah, so. they do, but it's also like the linebacking room. I always think of it like as like a flowing position because like you are really just flowing with one another. If there's like a movement or something, you got to flow with it. So if they're if one's playing good, it helps the other. If you know, because they kind of rely on each other a little bit. But I'm interested to see because nobody really knows, right? Like when Derek Barnes was out there in preseason. We didn't see him with Alex Anzalone or Jamie Collins. We saw him with Jelani Tavai or or Jalen Reeves Mabin. You know, we didn't see him with the ones. So I'm excited to see what kind of what that looks like. But let's kind of move on now. We've talked about this. Um, if there's there might be breaking news by the time that this podcast gets out, honestly. Like we don't know. But as of right now, that's the utmost updated with that. Let's move on to our next game. Uh we got the Ravens. Uh this one I I don't have high hopes for us here if I if I had to be honest. Um Lamar looked great against the Chiefs, so Yeah. It's gonna be a tough one. They just beat the Chiefs, so they're on a high. Um the running backs have done surprisingly well, like with how like backup they are. Um so that's something that you know they can do. And it's Lamar Jackson with the defense that we've got. Yeah. The linebackers are going to have, like, this is going to be a huge test for Derek Barnes, right? Like, mm-hmm. you're, hey, you're week one. You watch Lamar Jackson. That's, that is your test this week. That's a big, you know, that's a big fire to throw him into right away. So that's going to be really interesting to watch. Um, I mean, we don't usually do, a, like, a win-loss thing. I would assume I know the answers. But, I mean, I don't really know what we really want to talk about from what I'm thinking. I think that the lions are going to do their offense and, and um, they might be able to do it against the Ravens defense, but they're the Ravens defense are better than the pack. I don't think the Packers defense was super good. I think that they're going to have a lot more struggles trying to do what they want to do on offense, um, but they're going to have to con- continue with the run thing because that's their, that's their biggest point right now. Um, and they don't have a defense. I think they can stop the Ravens. So again, Lions are gonna have to play a perfect ball game 
in I think in order to win. So in my book, I think this is going to be another loss. Uh, Jake, what about you? I think it'll be a. It's, I think it'll be like a twenty point loss. Austin, what about you? Yeah, it's not looking good next week. Yeah, I agree. Put I think it lightly. Be, yeah, I think it's gonna be a tough one for him. Um. So I, I'm not gonna take too much time to keep talking about it. We'll obviously we're gonna put out a podcast that when that game does happen we'll talk about more in depth what happens uh, but let's just kind of get into the end here let's let's talk about the one thing that we think we know for this game i'm gonna start it off and say lamar and the running backs are going to rush for over 200 yards this game in general the the ravens team will rush for 200 yards on the lions defense so i think it's going to be a big big day on the ground for the ravens um so we'll see what that has to do. All right. Jake, what's your one thing that you think you know for this game? TJ Hawkinson will get a touchdown. <laughs> That's like saying that the sky is blue. <laughs> Austin, what about you? Oh, gosh. Um, trying to think of positives of going against the Ravens. It's kind of hard. I mean, it doesn't have to Jared Goff will throw an interception. <laughs> that's a pretty good. Hey, that's like saying the sky is blue. <laughs> Don't even get me started. Um, you know, I'm gonna go with Quintus Cephas will be our number two in receptions. Okay. Real quick. Very specific. Real quick, just to throw this out here at the end of this podcast, just because I feel like it needs to be said, and I think. And I know at least like one of you agrees with me. Quintez Cephas is looking like he needs to be our wide receiver one. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Like, Oh yeah. I don't feel like this is, this needs to be said very much. Like Quintez Cephas has been showing out just again and again, when he's getting his opportunity, he's showing out. He needs to be wide receiver one. Yep. I'm totally on board with that. And you guys totally doubted me when I said that earlier this season. Well, we've just... always been the, on board for Quintez season. Cephas. You guys all put people ahead of him. I'm, I'm just putting that out there. For what? I was just excited we got Amonra. I was just excited. I was okay, just it was excited. mostly Jake. I was going to say, I've say been that. since we drafted Quintess Ephes, I've said he's going to be one of our – I thought he was going to be one of our starters this year for sure. He's our one of our veteran run, wide receivers on this team, and we drafted him last year. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't want veteran. to so well right. at first. So, <laughs> hey, look at – I can be wrong. I can be wrong. Oh, man. All right. Well, with that, that's going to end it out for us here today. As always, make sure you are following our podcast if you have not already done so. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and our Anchor.fm site. And as of probably today, we are up on YouTube as well. Make sure you check out us on there as well. Give us a follow. Give us some feedback. We'd love to hear from you guys. Um you have any suggestions or want to you know ask us any questions we're here for it so with all of that until next time go lions